Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Tommy Lank went from Hollywood sidekick to Instagram trash fashion superstar. Now he's sitting down with celebs and their own personal garbage, and, well, they're going to talk trash. We should talk some trash. Well, I'm in trash. I collect it, I sort it, I count it, and I throw it in my trash can. My trash can. Hey there, everybody. Roll your bin to the curb. It's trash day. It's trash day. Roll your bin to the curb. It's trash day. It's trash day. Take out a trash bag and take out a bin. Oh, it's the trash cast. And Tommy Lank is in your ears. Whoa. Just made that up. Pretty proud of it. Not gonna delete. Hey, everybody. It's me, Tommy Lank. And I am sitting here about to go interview my pal, Jenny Mullen. You may know her as an actor or as a writer. She has two New York Times bestseller humor books. Her first one was called I Like You Just the Way I Am. And her second one, Live Fast, Die Hot, took me a second. Live Fast, Die Hot is uh, out in paperback now. And you should really check them out. Anyway, I thought um, in celebration of going to talk to Jenny, I would tell a true tale from the trash bag. And I, okay, so I took a guy that I was dating to Jenny's wedding. Jenny, I was actually a bridesmaid. Uh, Jenny married Jason Biggs years ago, maybe 12, 15 years. I don't know. Anyway, so I took this guy. I've been dating for a little while. (laughs) The breakup, which was referenced in another podcast coming out, but canceled story, happened, I think, soon after this experience going to the wedding this guy we've been dating for about three months and when we first started dating he asked for a headshot a signed headshot from me and i kept putting it off putting it off and now it's like month three and he won't let it go so i am i'm like i don't know just who does he want this for like i'm happy to do it if it's for somebody but it turns out it was for it was for him he wanted it which i thought was weird because no you've got the i'm the real thing you don't need the paper version you got the real thing Anyway, so I finally gave in, and I said, Dear so-and-so, with the Sharpie, I'm writing it out. Dear so-and-so. Uh, and, like, what do you write to someone that you're dating? We hadn't said the L word yet, so I just I, I just started to write love, comma. No, that I, no, I feel weird. Then I tried XOX. No, that implies love. So then I just sort of just, I drew a heart and put an arrow through it. Comma, Tom Link. Anyway, gave him the headshot. The next time I go over to his place, we go into his bedroom. There is the headshot taped to the wall above his bed. That's right. Where normally a headboard would be, there was a younger, cuter, more successful version of myself staring right back at me. And any time we made the sweet, sweet Dolce Amore, I had to stare at that stupid photo. And it was horrible because I, staring at my own headshot, A, is weird, but then B, 
made me start singing in my head, who am I anyway? Am I my resume? That is a picture of a person I don't know. What does he want from me? What should I try to be? So many something here and now, meow, here we go. I need this job. Oh God, I need this show. Bum, 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 bum. That is a deep cut chorus line reference. Please don't turn off this podcast because when I come back, I'm going to be talking to Jenny Mullen, and we will see what trash we get into. Stay tuned. Okay, where does this air, by the way? This airs on Apple Podcasts. Oh, amazing. Okay. So I can listen to it on Apple. Yeah. Do you listen to podcasts? No, but I feel like I should to make myself young again. (laughs) I feel like just because if I'm not listening to podcasts, it's like not listening to like... Isn't it weird that podcasts, like people like, there's this magical new invention called a podcast. Yes. Where people go on the airwaves and talk about things. So, so radio... So you invented, you redid radio. <laughs> totally. I am here in the studio with the one, the only, Jenny Mullen. Welcome to the show, Jenny. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, and by studio, I mean a bedroom. <laughs> underneath my sister's house. I'm wearing a bathrobe with nothing underneath. Yes, so erotic. <laughs> it's getting sexual in here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, basically my only reason for having a podcast was to have you on it. So amazing. As soon as this is over, I can just quit. You're going to stop the business. Yes. Okay. I love it. Yeah. So thank you for facilitating my, uh, my retirement from Hollywood, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Can we talk about that? Not that you retired from Hollywood, but you just sort of, you tapped out as far as like, no, I don't want to go to dumb auditions anymore. Yes. Yes. This feels so good. Yes, and I want you to do it too. (laughs) Whenever I meet people that like, I don't know, we're just like in the trenches with me, you know, like did LA during that time and kind of like came up at the same time as me. I owe every time I run into somebody like that who like we have that shared experience of just being like, you know, and pillaged over and over again <laughs> mentally. Yes. I want to get them out. I feel like it's almost like you're in like the oranges of the new black prison and I'm on the outside and I want to free you. <laughs> well, I'm still stuck in it because that's I know. I don't have any other marketable skills. Well, but see, I think you do because I feel like you can just like write your way out of it. Write your way out of it. Yes. Maybe that's your TED Talk. Write your way out of it. Write your way out yeah. of it. I know your history of, yes. of how it, it, it started. Um, you started, I mean, I, I was there for some short films that you wrote. Yes. Um, and acted in. And then you started writing. Was the Playboy, were the Playboy articles the first things that you started writing? Yeah. So what happened basically, I think I got so, I got angry enough to like start t- tweeting and talking like just shit 
into the ether about acting. And out of that, I was like, maybe I should write a short story or two. Maybe I'll write a story about the time I hired Jason a hooker. That seems interesting, <laughs> right? So I went to Playboy and I, I lied to them and I was like, oh, I'm friends with Molly, this girl, Malls. I don't actually know her. I've never met her. But oh. I lied to the people at Playboy and said, I'm friends with her. <gasps> she can vouch for me. And like, I have a short story that like maybe you'd be interested in. And I turned it into the guy who was running it at the time. And he he ran the story. And it blew up. The, the story blew up because mostly just because of Jason. And like <laughs> there was a hooker involved. And so... <laughs> It crashed their site, and then the, the guy who was running Playboy at the time called me and was like, whatever else you want to do for us, you can do it. So then I started doing, like, you know, a monthly column for them, writing about other things, such as my obsession with his ex-girlfriend, you know, I, I my had obsession no idea with that... my therapist, my obsession with my neighbor. That was the theme. Usually, like, me obsessed with somebody. Um, I feel like you really paved the way for... Crazy bitches everywhere. <laughs> no, but yes, but yes, yes. Like, truly, I like to think that... But I feel like you paved the way for, let me just say what you're all thinking. Oh, thank you. You know what I'm saying? That's flattering. Thank you. I feel like at the time, nobody was admitting that they were, like, reading somebody's horoscope in order to control their life. Like, nobody was, like, <laughs> lurking, you know... In the driveway outside their ex-boyfriend's house, just, you know, to just, like, keep tabs on what was happening there. And, you know, I spoke to friends of mine, other comedians, other people kind of, you know, in this world. And I remember even saying to Chelsea, I was like, well, don't you, like, you know, want to look up this girl, this this ex-girlfriend of her current boyfriend? She's like, no, why would I care about that stuff? And I'm like, wait. Are you telling me that not everybody cares about that stuff? <laughs> that was like the biggest epiphany for me. I was in total shock. And so, yeah, so my my, the, my first book was all about, I'm like, let's just embrace our crazy. Let's just like own this shit. Like people already think we're crazy anyway. What does it matter if we're just like, you know what? No, I get to be this way. I feel like it gave people like me permission to... Act on your impulses. Yeah, and, and look at my ex's... Be nuts. Instagram. Yeah. And... and and find out that he did, in fact, get married to the person he started dating right after me, even though he said he needed to date around. I and hate so when that his happens. wild oats. <laughs> Damn you! But that happened. Damn you and your perfect wedding! <laughs> but what's funny about you is, that, like, with my, with my ex, it seems that, like, I don't have run ins with him, only you do. <laughs> and you seem to have these, like, horribly awkward run ins that I should be getting to have. But only I always you say do. the wrong thing. I ran into <laughs> your again? ex's sister in Scotland. No, you did not. What? She gave us on the show. She was so nice. Are you kidding? Is she married? I don't know. You didn't get. She any lives details? in London. That's all. I, I was in full drag as Tilda Swinton, and I was how I did take photos with other people. What? So I just got like uh, I totally forgot about that. Oh my god. That's crazy that you didn't get any details. I I should have tried, but I... Did you bring my name up at all? <laughs> That's the first question! Did she ask about me? <laughs> she must be wondering what I was doing, right? <laughs> but don't you wonder... I always think about... Because my... my 
the specific ex I'm thinking of is yes. the one that not sent me into therapy, but is the right. whole reason I started going. Okay, yes. And I am now 15 years with my therapist, and I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I yes. have the best time. Yes. I've gone through all the stages of, yeah. of uh, what do they call it? Projection and transference yes. of, mm-hmm. like, I was in love with him. I want to have sex with him. Yes. I saw him as a parent, as a peer, as a teacher, as a friend, all that stuff. Yes. And I'm so – I just – I love the whole process. Cause, and also, yes. like, I, for me, this is where it started. As a kid, yes. obsessing over teachers' lives outside of school. And when you would totally. run into your teacher at Carl's Jr. and yeah. you're like, they go to restaurants? They what? eat food? <laughs> and so and now it's the totally. same thing with my therapist. I just want to know. In fact, today I asked my therapist. What did he say? A thing, personal things. I asked him if he lived in West Hollywood before. Did he tell you? Yeah. <gasps> and he tells me, he, he always said, he said, you know, your thing is you're too concerned with the rules. So if you want to know something, you just ask. And then I'll Me just. Me too. I'm too concerned with the rules. And then I get I'm all worked up. with the And like ask. one time I went on Facebook and Facebook suggested my therapist to me. I, I love when that happens. Out of no effort. I, like I wasn't stalking him. And I'm right. like, Facebook, you asshole. Because his email's in your email. So exactly. And I'm like, I don't need to be triggered like this. So, of course, that's I... That's how we all find our therapists oh, on Facebook. I clicked on him. I figured out who his husband was. I figured See, out who his kids were. I went to the kids' pages. And totally. then I was a wreck all week. And then I went in the next week and I said, I have something to tell you. And I feel like you're going to dump me as a client. I looked at your Facebook page and I saw all the things. And he calmly said to me, well, did you ever think that I know that... I'm gonna. You're gonna see me on Facebook because I'm in your phone, and that's what happens with Facebook. Of course, Therefore, the things I put out on Facebook, I'm comfortable with clients, with patients knowing. (laughs) I can't take it. And then I said, "Well, now I'm not curious anymore." It was so weird. As soon as I admitted it to him, it all my my curiosity about it just went away. And I never looked at his Facebook again. That was years ago. It's not weird. Well, I don't look at, yeah, I don't look at Shondiza's Facebook, but I do know that she does Pilates, has two small dogs, husband, and lives in Malibu. (laughs) None of which I found out from her. (laughs) (laughs) But my old therapist, I found on Facebook because of the email thing. And then something happened. I saw that he was vacationing at Sandals. Did you go to Sandals and find Sandals him? Resort? No, but I was like, I am paying you more than this. You oh, you you deserve like a fancier. You deserve a fancier vacation. You deserve Sandals. a Viking river cruise. Yeah, down something. the Danube I was like, River. I'm paying way too much money. You're going to Sandals. Like, you have a daughter. You're engaged. Then I found out he was engaged, and then like, I mean, it got very weird. Did you break up with him? Eventually, I had to leave. Okay. Yeah. After I brought my dad into a session. <laughs> it got so weird. It got so weird. I brought an ex into a See, session. See, I feel once. like non-disclosure is the best policy in therapy. For them not to share any details mm-hmm. with you. It is weird because for me, it's wanting to, I guess, know about the other person totally. and take care of them. Yes. And they have to be there. That's one of the issues you have to work on. And they have to yes. say, well, I, I'm not going to tell you that. Not because yeah. I don't like you or don't want to share with you. but. Right. Because you're you're making it about me when it should be about you're paying to work on you. Totally, yes. But also tell me everything. Can't we be friends in real life? I know. Tell me that I'm your favorite at least. <laughs> I'm like favorite patient. Obviously, right? 
Like, it, tell me the truth right now. Gun to your head. Are you your therapist's favorite patient? I mean, I am pretty sure that my therapist must go home and be like, oh, man, I wish I could tell you the crazy things that this guy Tom did today. Oh, one time. But for, like, for sure, like, on a personal level, don't you think that you're definitely his favorite? Yeah, probably. For sure. I know him the most entertaining, at least. Yes, yes. He one time told me, he kind of figured out what area, I mean, I talked about what area of town it lived in, and he yeah. said, actually, I think my best friend is your neighbor. Shut up. Because I walk to that coffee shop, you know, when I go see my friend once a week, and we hang out, and and I said, well, this is my house right here, and he said, yeah, I, I, I can't believe I've never seen you. I walked by there with my my friend, my best friend, Tom. And I'm, what? Your best friend's name is Tom? So no then way. for oh a year, every time I had like a sort of a description of what maybe Tom looked like oh my God. and that he had a dog. And so then no. I would just like ask people, like, is your name Tom? Stop it. And oh then finally someone answered. I'm like, I think that guy seems kind like of the Tom. same age as my therapist. And is then him? I said, are you Tom? And he said, yeah. Are you friends with Mark? I'm one of his patients. Like, I blurred no, it out did it. like a crazy person. Oh, my God. And then you ran into the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> and now, I mean, he has to walk by my place all the time, and I just want to ask him everything. Of course. This is so, whoa. And it's been, been 15 years. Yeah. 15 years. 15, is, what, is that a rap song? 15 years. 15 long years. No, okay. <laughs> I'm not a rapper. I should not be rapping. 15 long years. Um. Just diving in here. Um, I'm trying out trash fessionals. Okay. Is there any trashy behavior? I'm going to admit to one. Okay. Just something trashy about me okay. that I haven't shared with anyone. Okay. Maybe you know, but I haven't told very many people, which is my telephone number spells my last name. How? What? Stop. Yes. Did you know that about me? No. The Are you last, the last four digits, not my last name. How did you get this? I started with the, the T-Mobile back in the day when they first started, and I said, I want to spell my name, like, in the early 2000s, maybe, I guess. Is that weird? Are you uncomfortable? It's Can we still genius. be friends? Yes. So if you ever forget, you just boop, 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 boop. Did maybe I say too much? Because then G now... G Can I do it? No. It's okay if you end up calling me. How does it work? I noticed I texted Chelsea because yeah. she put up a thing saying, text me, and I'll text you back. Oh, did, you, did it work? Did you try it? No. Did you do it? Is it some sort of app? I'm so curious what this new technology is. Oh, anyone, show me, and then we'll compare it to her real number. Anyone <laughs> anyone can text her or something now? I don't know. Let's see if it's the same number. Oh, yeah. Okay, here. Like, And you have to save her in your phone? Let's see. No. But this but it's is amazing. It's weird and close. It is weirdly to the... close to her real number. <laughs> That's crazy. Do we um, need one of those? Is that when we know we've made it? When, when people are group texting, texting like a fake, like it's almost I like know. I feel like a Debbie Gibson would have that. <laughs> you know, like a fan club when you get the phone number. Yeah, we should try it. I know, but don't you? Do you have you ever like hit on somebody somewhere and then be like, call me? My number is my last name. Uh, no, I've been too embarrassed. See, that would be the move. Then I'd be like, okay. But also my last name's not easy to spell. Like, people confuse it, so then, therefore, they would confuse the number. So I think I've been... Okay. So okay. It's, it's been more of a joke to myself for the past 
20 years. I've never noticed it, but I, I love it. That's weird. I feel like now it'll be easy for me to like get my kids to memorize your phone oh number. Oh my God. How many phone numbers do you have memorized? I only know four. Oh, shit. My parents' house. Yes. My grandparents' house. My grandfather is almost 101, still lives there, has oh the same God. phone number. Isn't that Whoa. crazy? Uh, this and... makes me feel so good that you're going to live that long. Or not. Like, <laughs> I, part of me is like, no. How do you stick genius. around? The bo- my bot. I always think about this. Like, our bodies were meant to be around for for about 40 years. That's yeah. how they originally were designed totally. for. And, and then it's like, all, and then now you're, God. you're slowly dying from yeah. then on. Totally. So how can and you possibly live to hundred? I'm trying to think of like any trashy things. I mean, what about like eating food out of the trash? Like I throw it away because <laughs> I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat it. And then I'm like, wait, I want it back. Are you Let's Miranda from it. Sex in the City? Did she used to do that? Wait, is that the redhead? Yeah. Yeah, there's that episode where she puts the I think the, I might be a Miranda. She puts when I really the cake examine my life, I can. think I am kind of a Miranda. Miranda's the redhead, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Everyone wants to be a Carrie, but even Miranda thought she was Carrie of the group, right? Like it just all depends on your like point of view. Does that make me a Charlotte? Are you a Charlotte? I don't know. Sometimes I'm so rule bound, I think that maybe I'm a Charlotte. Oh my god. I hope not. You're not a Samantha. No. You're maybe like a Carrie Charlotte hybrid. <laughs> a Carlot? Yeah. A Harlot? A Harlot, yes. Um, that feels right. Oh, I know. It's time to pull out the tiny trash can of questions. Okay. Our first question comes from Sarah Bubara on Instagram. Sarah, is it Sarah Boob Ara or Sarah Boo Bara? I don't know. Anyway, Sarah Boobara wants to know, what is the worst piece of advice that you have received? I pose this to both of us. I think when people tell you to let your kids cry it out, I think that's a, I just think that's not great advice. But like, I feel like I have severe abandonment issues Probably because my parents always let me cry it out. Like, I feel like they were cats. They had me. They had me like a litter. And then they just sort of like got waylaid by like a piece of yarn and sort of left me just like stranded in a box. Do you, so, do you think, because, you know, now all, all my friends with kids, they're just tired all the time. Yes. They're exhausted. And I don't remember that about, I mean, also, I guess I was a kid, but I don't remember that being a big thing of my parents or their friends. Being never, tired? Yeah. Or, yeah, it's true. But do you think just the bar was lower back then? Like yes. you didn't have to do as much? You didn't you have to engage expected. or listen to kids. You could just like, yeah, go, yeah. go, lock, I'm going to lock you outside. Yeah. Or go, go play up upstairs. Totally. Don't electrocute yourself. Yes. But, you know, do something that's away from me. They were just like arm candy. And now you have to be like so engaged. You have to plan out like these elaborate days for them. You have to make sure Ugh. they're stimulated. You have to, you know, make sure they're hydrated, <laughs> washed, bathed. I just things that my parents I don't think thought about. Well, do you think they're o- overstimulated? I talked about this with Felicia. She was day. She was talking about how, you know, we need to be bored more so that we can be creative yes. and have and use your imagination. Do you think yes. kids are just they're always being stimulated now? And they're not. They're not bored enough. Would you, I'm, what do you? How do you deal with that with your kids? So I am. Sid does not get a lot of iPad, and when he watches TV, it's in German. 
So, <laughs> so it's he's learning born a lot. <laughs> Wait, where do you get German TV? Oh my god, Tom, Are there German? I'm change your life. Okay, right by the now. way, Jenny spent a year. Okay, you you did your year abroad in high school or in college? No, so basically, I had a German foreign exchange in my high school. Oh, that's right. Okay, then I went to Paris to study. I was studying French summer program had like one phone number a european one european phone number in my entire like rolodex (laughs) and i was like let me just call this and see if this like dude answers (laughs) so i met up with him in munich to just like have a weekend there and completely fell for this guy mostly because i couldn't understand most of what he was saying (laughs) spent this like weekend this like torrid (laughs) weekend with him and then when i finished my program Went back and spent like another summer, oh. another another month living with his family, and we did like long distance for about two and a half years. And then when I graduated college a year early, I lived with his parents, who still are like my surrogate parents. Do you think it's weird that even for Christmas I want Jason, me and the boys, to go visit his mom, my ex's mom? No, I'm obsessed with it. But okay. did you you didn't you recently go visit him? I did for Sid's fourth birthday. I took him to what Germany. For Sid's- Fourth birthday, you took him to meet your ex-boyfriend. To my ex-boyfriend's parents, yeah. But was he there? No, but I did see him when I went back to Berlin that summer. So you just went to see his parents? Yes. Yeah, I'm just, like, very attached to the parents. Because she was, like, very much the maternal, like, you know, housefrau type of mom that I always wanted. So... I just felt, you know, and when I moved to go live with them, I was anorexic. So I was like super happy and like cozy and sort of nurtured back to health by her. So, so I feel this like connection to her, but I mean, also I had a hyperthyroid, so who knows? My decision making (laughs) skills weren't completely like sane at that point. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I speak German. Okay, so long story short. Long story short, Jenny speaks German. Now her kids Tom do. Speaks German. I speak a little, not as good as you. Um, and so, where do they watch their German TV? Okay, I'm gonna blow your mind. Basically, Netflix. You can change the language on any program you're watching to a different language, and it'll just be dubbed over. Yes. <gasps> Why have I not been pregnant? You're gonna love on. it. Do they also have like German native German TV shows on there. Yes. As well? Great. Um, oh, I noticed that uh, Bubarella, <laughs> what was her name? Mm-hmm. Sarah Bubara also said, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? My best advice, um, just to give to anyone, is never leave your computer in your car. <gasps> and, that, and that applies towards just any good. electronics, camera, a nice bag. If you leave your computer in your car, it will get stolen. And also, Whoa. always, uh, always, if you're parking in a meter, if you're thinking you're going to stay for an hour, put yeah. two hours in. That's so Take whatever smart. the number is you're and thinking of it. and double it. And then you won't get a ticket. That's very smart. I like that. Thinking. But also, I get a lot of tickets because I never remember that what rule. day it is and when <laughs> street sweeping is. I Also, now I just think of that's part of my rent. Oh, the totally. Ex- the extra That's sixty dollars a week is yes. part of rent. I agree. That's and I also it. decided that my that my specific sixty dollars goes towards arts funding. Oh, I like. that. I mean, I know that's and not real, parks but and schools. yes, that's. Right. But I've I've decided that my funds are allocated for good stuff like that. For good things. Oh, you know what? By the way, I uh, I 
love that you um, that you kept your name. Does this, do oh. people ever talk? Do people talk about this? No, actually. But randomly, they did today when I was signing my writer. They were like, "What is your real last name?" Did you change it? I was legally like, it's for... Belafonte, actually. Belafonte. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I changed it legally, and I wish I hadn't because it's only been a pain in the ass. But it's Jenny Molin Biggs legally, not hyphened. Just Molin became my middle name. Got it. But I use Molin for everything. Everything. I mean, I don't use Biggs for anything except for, you know, if I want to get into a restaurant. <laughs> Hi, this is Ms. Biggs. This is Jason Biggs' assistant calling. Can I get a reservation? I, I wish we were like in Colombia where you take the lat. Everyone has a hyphenated name and it's a combination of your, yeah. your mother's and your father's name, which they have a hyphen na- name. So you take the last portion of the hyphen from the mom and the last portion of the hyphen from the dad. And that becomes your new name. And so then your kids will have... So their names... Isn't I that like weird? that. I, I wish we kind of did that Something. so that it takes both parties into consideration. And I think in Iceland also they do that. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah, I think so. I love that. And why do men get to choose and women are chosen? Why are they proposing? Yeah. Did, did you have a traditional proposal? Not really, because like, I had already been pregnant. I mean... By the way, I was much, a bridesmaid. Yeah, Tom was a bridesmaid. I, I mean, I'd already trapped Jason anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I guess I kind of did have a proposal at, at some point. Well, I, I just know. read this amazing book by this girl called Sadie Doyle, who, and the book is called Dead Blondes and Bad Mothers, and it breaks down just, like, why, like, women are considered monsters throughout history and how, like, from the minute you're able to menstruate to the time like you're, you know, you have a child and beyond, it's like you are considered like a threat to all men everywhere. The ability to be able to make life like makes you dangerous. And it's, it's like, it's I have an to read incredible this. book. Oh, speaking of books. Yes. Have you guys read Jenny's books? They're hilarious. <laughs> I Like You Just What I Am is the first book and yes. it got turned into... A TV show. Yes. That Tom starred in. I got to play yes. uh, a My German. <laughs> <laughs> and then your second book. Live Fast, I Hot. I just want, I call it the skiing one. Is it, oh, yes. I keep it by my bed. I love that. No, I look over you while you're sleeping. Yay. I, I protect have, you. That's why have, you sleep so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if I get rid of your book, I oh, won't sleep till 3 p.m. No. And I stand my it book up. There's other books. to sleep. <laughs> That is totally not true. It's actually so funny. You will scream with laughter. Okay, so normally on the trash cast, I ask you to bring me a trash and a treasure, and I try and figure out which is which. But since you're traveling, you may not be prepared. Yes. Um, So I'm going to reverse it for this episode, and I brought some items for you. Okay. And normally it's just two, but I brought three. Amazing. I'm going to present you with three items, and you have to decide... Which is trash and which is treasure, okay. and I need you to describe each item okay. to the uh, to the listener okay. as they come out of this bag. Okay. This is an abstract painting, acrylic. It looks like it's signed. It's not framed. It's on some pretty nice paper, thick, fancy paper. A nice cardstock. A, n- a nice a nice cardstock, and. Um, <laughs> It's rather lovely. 
Okay, that's the first okay. item. It's sort of, you know, just like a, a, a hodgepodge of An colors. abstract. Okay, here's the next item. Whoa, this is a picture of Tom, a portrait that was painted of Tom clearly when he was on Buffy. Um, it's very lifelike. It looks definitely by, like it was gifted to him at maybe a convention in England. Yeah. Maybe Sean Harry was involved in this transaction. <laughs> he has piercing blue eyes. But the overall tone of the painting the is... The overall tone of the painting is devilish. It's like a it's like demon yellow. Yeah. <clears throat> he has a very strange tan to him. Okay, and that's... he sort of looks like Jillian Sands in one of those movies where he played the devil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and now the final item. Okay, the final item. Oh, man. Well, this better be the treasure. This is a painting that I made during my painting phase. Before I, like, understood that I could write, I had all of this, like, pent-up anger and energy, and I didn't know what to do with it. So I would take pieces of wood, and then I'm not even a great artist, so I would trace women onto them, paint them, and then I would, like, give it some, like, deep title this one is a blindfolded girl on a bicycle and it says make believe it's your first time i haven't seen this piece in years it's signed jenny mullen 2006 on the back there looks to be some like maybe cigarette ash on it that makes sense there's marine varnish all over it um and like some nail scratchings and it does have, I was definitely trying to channel like Camille Rose Garcia with like the darkness, these little like dark bubbles of like, you know, almost like octopus type creatures coming up and attacking the woman's bicycle. Okay. So we have three items. We have a Jenny Mullen original, a picture of painting of me that someone else did. And then this other abstract painting. What what do you think is what? What do you for, what do you think? So they all are something different, or there's two of each. I don't know. They're either a trash or a treasure, and you have to decide. Mine is a treasure that you hold close to your heart. <laughs> ding 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 ding! <laughs> that is correct. Tom Lank, this one scares you. This one, I'm gonna say, it, it frightens you, but you enjoy it. Like you get a kick out of it. The Tom Blank portrait. I, I honestly, I, it, it I want to get rid of it, <laughs> but I have such. I mean, this Guilt. is what this whole show is about, right? But I can't. I don't know what it is. I Are can't. you a hoarder? I'm. Whoa, fully got real. Am I a hoarder? Are the you? answer is no. You're Isn't that not. Shocking? What? I. I'm stunned because I'm. Have, was so disorganized for so many years. Yes. I, now, people think I'm a hoarder because I have all these supplies, but I haven't actually really, really organized. organized. Okay. And then when I'm working on the thing, it yeah. all explodes, but then I clean it up and okay. I put everything back <gasps> where it goes. What I'm you saying were, is like I'm a yeah. I'm a more abrasive Marie Kondo. You were like the first Marie Kondo. Yeah. And then what do you think uh-huh. about this one? This, this I think, because I think you did this. This I, is correct, yes. And I think that... I think that the thing about this is like you'll never realize like how brilliant you are and that's the problem is that you don't take yourself as seriously as others do. So I bet you just like did this randomly like do 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 oops it's good. Oh well. And like you'll just like throw this away one day. 
It's full trash. I put, it's not. See? It's total trash. This was a shoebox lid, like a clear plastic shoebox lid that I was using to paint other things. Uh-huh. And then I just pressed this piece of paper on top of it. Yeah. That's and it, it looks, looks like a nipple like in the middle. Amazing. Like little thing. And it's just trash. But I signed it and I put it up on my wall to fill a space because I need, like, oh, I need something artwork to go there. So do you have this on the wall now? I put it on the wall, but it's trash. I just want to get rid of it. So All right. I'll I, be taking it home with me. Great. Great. Um, and you're right you about this. I have kept this <clears throat> through through moves. Amazing. Oh, my God. I'm so moved by that. Because I don't know. There's just something about it. It, like... I don't know, be, just because it sort of represents such a time and place. Totally. And, and I love that you did it. And I love that, like, it has, like, such sadness. <laughs> but also joy, because she's riding a bike, but then she's blindfolded. And it's all about sort of, you know, make-believe it's your first time, which is very... There's a lot of layers to that. A lot of layers. You know, that you can you can put on that. Um, you know, it's sort of... This, to me, represents sort of, like... Yes. Trying not to go dead inside in... Fully. Los Angeles. Fully. Yes. Like every audition, make believe it's your first time. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh my God. I'm going to take that advice. I should have taken it today. That advice. Okay. Quick break. And then we come back. I'm going to see if you have any trash or treasure to present to me. Okay. Let me look around. Okay. Are you going to trash it or stash it? Jenny, I forgot to ask you. Um, we gotta we gotta pimp out your things that are coming out. I know you're writing a monthly column for Parent oh, yes. Parent Magazine. Mm-hmm. Was, for- what do you call it? A column or uh, an I've article? Read, I read a column. Okay, but you can call it an article. Okay, I consider it an article when I'm writing it, but then when it's printed, it's a column. It becomes mm-hmm. a column. It's like what I I mean I don't know who knows what it is. It's just me bullshitting, but um, yeah, I do that monthly for parents. Now, do you have any trash or treasure item that you might want to present to me? Because I'm traveling, I really don't have anything that is like an object, but I would like to present you with my mom, the water mock. I've brought her. <laughs> Ladies and show. gentlemen, welcome the mock. Do you, now, do you go by the mock or just mock? What is, I know this is a crazy nickname that hashtag the mock. The mock. Yeah. That Jenny, how do you feel about that uh, that nickname? Yeah, she has a, a, a Goyard purse that says The Mock. Oh, Goyard, that's fancy. Fancy. So um, if you say The Mock, that's that's me. And you and you, so you wear The Mock badge with with honor. What is it? What is the whole the story behind that? My daughter's named me. We named her that because she's born the year of the snake, and we wanted to give her the, a name of the most deadly snake that there that there ever was on the planet. The water mock. The water moccasin. Yeah. So you're a dangerous you're, you're little lethal. snake. She's a lethal. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. She can be lethal. Do you want to know why she has the Goyard? Because that's pretty good. Oh, yes. No, no, we don't want to know why. She allowed me to show a very sexy photo of her when I was pitching I like you just the way I am to <laughs> networks. And I said, I want to show this picture of you. You're hot. Like... I want to have it at the end of my pitch to be able to, you know, show everybody. And I said, if you do this. Yeah. So you basically got the show sold. You get a Goyard purse. I'll buy you this bag. Okay. Is that yours or is that hers? That's hers. 
I don't own one. I only she does. I have a I have a friend who I noticed had a Goyard bag. I'm like, that's very that's a fancy bag. And I looked at the initials, which is my friend Jane, who was in the play, and uh, the initials were G something P. And I'm like, whose initials are those? And she said, Gwyneth Paltrow. Stop it. So like her friend was Gwyneth Paltrow's assistant, and Gwyneth was just like, yeah, yeah, go through my closet and get rid of stuff. Stop it. And I'm like, you hold on to that purse. That's a very expensive. That's amazing. It's not as good of having the, the mock on it. And are you on the market? Are you a on single lady? Are you on Tinder? Are you married? What's your story? <laughs> are you looking for love? No, not looking for love. But for fun. <laughs> Friends with benefits? <laughs> FWB? Maybe someday. <laughs> Maybe someday. Not She's too. in a very serious relationship with her poodle. Yes. So am I. Right? My poodle rock star and I have a close relationship currently. A close You're not yes. seeing any other dogs right now. No. But no he's elderly, dogs. so you know. <laughs> okay. Things could change. Yeah. No other dogs now. All right. Well, while I have you both here, we're going to play a quick game of... We're going to play a quick game of trash it or stash it. We're going to use your husband, Jason... Molin Biggs. Yes. Did you tell him he should take your name? I did. <laughs> did I was he like, want... You should be Mullen Biggs. Why did he not accept that? Now he might, but then he didn't. Yeah. At the time, no. <clears throat> I don't think he needs to. More because, like, he's like, I don't want your dad's last name. Okay. <laughs> well, I think he should take your name. That's all. Right. Um, okay. So we're gonna take his filmography, and you get to t- decide if you want to trash it or stash it. Okay. How about Saving Silverman? I love that one. Oh, we're going to stash that one? Yeah, is it on that? It, on the list? I mean, you no, know, it, it is, and it exists. You can, yeah, is there any... That was a great one. Um, Especially the moped scene when he crashed over the... Oh, yes. Uh-huh. That was a That's good one. That's good. Now I feel gross, though, because we can't end the podcast with, like talking about your husband, because then that turns into that article. You know, when, oh, yeah. you, when you called out the article about... Um, <laughs> Actor Jason Biggs, and essentially side piece and side piece, and, yeah. And wife, that's true. Do you? I uh, do you think the, their press is getting better about that, or are this? No, still- Rachel Ray. They had me on on Monday, and they were like, Jason Biggs's better half is here to well, talk he's to us at least about better it's half. Like, no, it said <sighs> it said American Pie's Jason Biggs is better half. I was like, I have nothing to do with American Pie. Oh my god, they dropped his credit into your. Yeah, they couldn't even just say Jason Biggs. They had I to be like, I can't believe that American Pie like. Now I'm getting credit for American Pie. <laughs> Take it. Do you get residuals? I mean, I do. I do spend that money, but hmm. Um, Comish. Okay. <laughs> Comish. All right. Is there any? Um, is there anything in here that you would like to get any? Any trash or treasure items? Do you need to get rid of anything? I mean, take anything off your hands. I don't think so. I think I'm going to keep Jenny. That's for sure. Aww. I'll keep her. Yeah. So she's actually when Jason goes to film, she's coming to live with me in New York. Well, then that's nice that you get to go hang out with her. And well, it's nice she wants me. You know, yeah. there's that. This well, might we have, have to be, be careful. This. She doesn't try to wriggle free because we always feel like she gets there and then she's like, "Oh, isn't it about that time? I don't want to get into your." And I, I feel like I'm getting in the way here. I better just I like skedaddle. I'm like, "Can you just chill?" What's the next flight? Do you have yeah. Do you have boundaries? You're like, "Yeah." I'll... She's hard to pin down, man. Oh my god, she's a slippery little water moccasin. So will you be like, "Oh, hey, can you 
can you watch the kids tonight while I go hang out with my friend? And you're like, bye. I already have tickets to see a Broadway musical. Oh, no, I don't. I'm going to, bo- <laughs> I'm going to book no. a Mormon. Sorry. I bye. That. I may, She's more like, my I'm, dog sitter really needs me. I got to get back to San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Or I would be the one that would say, Jenny, we need to go out. Let's call a sitter. You and I yeah. will be going out. Oh. Yeah. She'll be like, yeah. Sid. Sid, you're a little much. You're right going now. to bed. So you're kind of you're more there for like moral support. Moral support, yeah. Well, I'll obviously help with the kids too. Yeah. I don't know if I need kids. I mean, I mean, when they turn forty, they still want you to come take. Care yeah, it never ends, right? <laughs> no, it never ends. Oh, they just keep needing, needing, wanting. No. Give me more. Over? Oh no, it's not over. I also like think with kids, the the thing that's like the hardest is like just being that vulnerable, like. It's a lot of pain. You're really open to like a lot of pain when you have to love somebody that much. Like I love Jason, but I'm not like hurting over Jason. You know, like my love for Jason, I don't like I'm not in pain over it. It's just like I love him. It's great. But, but when like, you like my be away kids, from the kids, you're like, ah, it hurts. Oh my gosh. No, my kids, I'm just like, it hurts me how much I want to just devour you. And oh. you're going to leave me in <laughs> that, you know, Jason, you feel, I feel like secure. Like we're, we've been together almost 12 years. It's like, he's not going anywhere, but your kids, it's just like, they're slowly just emancipating and getting like, and, and just leaving. Woman. See, I can't, yeah, I can't do thing. it because I, I do that with my dog, but it's the, like, oh, you're going to leave. Yeah. It's like every day I look at her and sing the weird song that I sing to my dog, which is like, Lucy Palooza, Lucy McGillie, Cuddy Ricardo. <laughs> um, and, but then it, like the song sort of ends with like, why won't you be here forever? You'll only be here for 14 more years at most. It's oh my God. very dark. So it was dark fast. Too. I'm not going to have kids just for that reason. That's what I'm be able saying. to take it when they leave no. i know all right speaking of leaving we have to leave the trash cast um thank you for listening to this very special pre-mother's day episode maybe i don't know <laughs> I'll, I'll see how i'm gonna brand it um thank you to the mock thank you to jenny and to you our listeners see you next time thanks for listening to the trash cast with me tommy link you can find me on the socials at Tommy Lank on Instagram, TikTok, etc. Or if you're on Twitter, I'm at Tom Lank. This has been a Lady Gang Network podcast for Podcast One, produced by Will Sterling. And if you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and share on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app. <laughs>